1: Welcome to That's a Hard No, the podcast about saying no and setting
0: boundaries. So you can become the authentic and empowered you that this world needs. I'm Heather Drago. And I'm Sarah Saunders. Before we start, a quick reminder. While I am a licensed professional clinical counselor, this podcast is in no way a replacement for one-on-one therapy with a mental health professional. If you notice the content in this podcast triggering some big feelings, visit our website hardknowpodcast.com for mental health resources and other helpful links. yeah. Heather, it's so great to see you. Uh, I'm, I'm so
1: happy to see you. I'm so happy to see
0: you. I have so much to talk to you about. And I felt the same way. And so, listeners, what we decided to do for today's episode is we just kind of wanted to pause. We wanted to reflect a little bit on the fact that we are halfway through season two. And as we are talking to all of these different experts and we're continuing, Heather, and I to both navigate our own boundary setting. We're also in a place where we feel we're both kind of struggling a little bit with saying no and setting those boundaries. And so we wanted to be real and authentic and kind of share with you what's been going on in our world. So Heather, what's been going on in your world? (laughs) Too much. (laughs) It's... You know,
1: it's wonderful and exciting and terrifying. And, you know, my business is just growing and growing and growing. And it's wonderful.
0: And. And. Because this is where, and we've talked about this before, but this is those coexisting emotions. Oh, yeah. It's all part of it. Right. And it's so hard because we want to have this very grateful attitude and also acknowledge like you can feel extremely grateful and exhausted. Yeah, yeah, exhausted, terrified. Yeah. Terrified
1: is a big one. Sure. <laughs> um, but like, I am getting all these great opportunities and I'm trying to be very planful as you say. And I, you know, plot out these very complicated Gantt charts and I have a production schedule and I have people assigned to things. And then, you know, clients don't always follow those plans. Clients come back and they say, hey, I have this wonderful opportunity. Can you help? And I want to say no, but I... You know, I get these certain opportunities where you're just like, "This, I this is too good to turn down." So I have to somehow scale to do this, or I have to mm-hmm. shift something else. And it's getting to the point where, if you could see my office right now, I'm literally surrounded by piles of stuff. Like, I need an office. I'm so I'm looking at office space, and I'm, you know, you know, that's that the whole investment there is really. Uh, a big deal to think about and sure. um, time constrictions and I was just complaining to Mara that, <laughs> that like I'm having meeting after meeting after meeting and I can't I don't have time between the meetings to actually follow up on the meetings or do the work mm-hmm. or you know so I'm just I'm really struggling with no mm-hmm. I'm feeling very overwhelmed, and I'm trying to figure out where I can say no. I I literally this morning went through, and just blocked days next week of just like focus time, focus time, focus time, just because I'm I can't I can't I can't do anymore. Um, so I'm. It's exciting. It's like very energizing in some ways, and it's also exhausting, as you say. So
0: sure. I'm struggling. Heather, what I want you to do for a second is I want you to just kind of take a good deep breath. So in through your nose, out through your mouth. Listeners, if you're not driving and you're able to do this, I encourage you to do this. You can even kind of put your hands on your stomach. And when you inhale, I want you to expand your stomach. And then when you exhale, you know, kind of, you know, suck in. Mm -hmm. Um, This helps with our posture. This helps with our sympathetic nervous system. Mm -hmm. So again, Mm -hmm. I'm just going to walk you through this. Okay. So take a good deep breath in through your nose, letting your belly expand. And then exhale through your mouth. And then one more time in through your nose, expand out through your mouth, exhale. And then I just want you to very gently kind of um, move your head from side to side, maybe even do like a little neck roll. You're going to hear my headphones jingling around, but that's that's okay. okay. And then kind of just like a little body scan. You know, where are you feeling the tension in your body? And you don't have to answer that right now, but this is just something really simple that you can do if, listeners, you're experiencing what Heather is experiencing as she's sharing all of this, because the reality is we all have our different level of over overwhelm or busyness. It is not to compare. It is just to acknowledge like as a whole in society, like expectations that are being placed on us. And specifically, Heather, what I'm hearing you say is I am so excited to grow my business. And it's such a beautiful thing, but with growth comes a lot of feelings. There's a lot of financial stressors. There's a lot of fear-based thinking. And I think that's what's really hard is that there's no manual, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it's trying to figure out, okay, what mm-hmm. what do I need to do to, to get to this end goal without completely stretching myself too thin? Yeah. And I think so. So many can relate to that.
1: Yeah, I'm definitely really seeking out doing my daily. What can I say no to? Finding the no. So, mm. I like there's a networking event I was supposed to go to this evening, and I just decided I'm spent. I'm yeah. mentally spent. I can't do that. And the same thing going through the week, I committed to all these things. What can I pare down? But I'm also, you, you know, me and my, I'm going to hold up this so you can see my crazy. This is last week's. Yeah bullet journal planner where I write everything down and I've started doing a thing instead of writing a section of what I need to do this weekend or what I need to do next week. I've started taking a minute in the beginning of the week and identifying my feelings, like what is the overwhelming feeling I'm having right now Mm -hmm. and then find some inspirational quotes or something to jot down to address that specific feeling. So right now I'm feeling a lot of fear (laughs) Mm. because it's exciting, but it's also, you know, the thought of spending a lot of money and committing to years-long contracts, as you know, being a business owner with a Mm -hmm. brick and mortar. And so I wanted to read one quote that applies to fear. Let me page through here. Where is it? Um, Ships in harbor are safe, but that's not what ships are for. Mm. So I keep thinking about that like I'm going out on a journey and it's scary cuz it's not 100% safe. Mm-hmm. But that's okay cuz that's what I'm built for. Yeah. But I am I am yeah, I appreciate the breathing exercise. I've been doing a lot of different breathing exercises yeah. lately. Yeah. And doing a lot of self-talk and mm-hmm. just being like, okay, this is what you wanted, but you just have to figure out how to say no sometimes or if you're going to say yes, be really mindful about it and I guess, I mean, it's just a reminder that we go through these seasons and you mm-hmm. think you have something figured out and then sometimes things shift and then you realize, oh, wait, mm-hmm. I have to figure it out to another degree.
0: Yes, it's it's funny and I really appreciate you sharing that quote because I can resonate with that as well. What has been going on in my head with a quote <laughs> is... I hate when my caffeinated self makes plans for my uncaffeinated self. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good one. And because going back to everybody's busy, we all have different levels of busy. Sometimes there are things that we truly can't say no to right now. There are certain things, whether you you have a certain work schedule or whatever it is, so doing those breathing exercises really are something that we can do. The other thing is that really identifying and I mentioned that body scan, but where in your body are you feeling whatever is going on? If it is like fear-based, you know, you you have something coming up, you're really nervous about it, honoring that feeling, kind of reflecting back on was there a time that this fear, I felt this fear before and how did I overcome that? Mm -hmm. Because sometimes, and especially you guys, especially if you're tired, I mean, I could go on and on right now being still in that newborn stage, what sleep deprivation does, Mm -hmm. but also like that caffeination, if you are tired and you're caffeinating yourself, is there like, can you feel in your body when you're kind of coming off of that, you know, caffeinated state. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so that can make your brain spiral. So really just be intentional about what you're feeling in your body. I think right now, what's going on for me is these expectations that I had for myself, whether it's for the business or being on maternity leave. And I can't believe, I think my expectation, this is for those of you that listen regularly, this is baby number four that I just had. Noah just turned two months yesterday. And for the first time in having a maternity leave, we have full-time help. We have a full-time nanny. And so my brain going into <laughs> this season was, oh my gosh, I'm really going to have these extra hands. I'm gonna you know, be able to um, you know, spend so much time with the other kids or really one-on-one time with the baby and expectations I had for myself in regards to where I would be physically Mm -hmm. this time around. And a lot of those expectations did not come into fruition. And part of those were my lack of boundary setting Mm. because I have more and I'm air quoting, free time, Mm -hmm. I'm not on a regimented schedule like I was when I was working, I have overextended myself because I am a helper, Mm -hmm. because I love to help, Yeah, got to a point that me, oh, yes, I can watch your kid, or oh, yes, I can go and pick this up, or I can, you know, fill in the blank. I then recognized at the end of the day when I was laying my head down at night, which I knew sleep was something nighttime was very anxiety provoking for me because I knew it was going to be interrupted. But when I would lay my head down at night, I was like, how did I spend my day and am I spending my day? for me and the people within the walls of my home, or am I overextending myself to a point mm-hmm. where I am just, I'm a little bit resentful, mm-hmm. I'm not feeling refreshed. Mm-hmm. And so I personally had to take a moment and and give myself permission to go outside of my people-pleasing tendencies, to recognize how important my mental, emotional, and physical health is, and that if if I had the bandwidth and if I was able to extend myself outside of the walls within my home and I had the support I needed, then yes, I could say yes to that. Sure. But if I checked in with myself and it was just something that I knew it was gonna stress me out, I knew it would impact you know, my husband, Justin, or the kids in some way, mm-hmm. I had to say no to that. Mm-hmm. And that's what I've been exercising.
1: It's such a discipline. You real? It's like you can't just go on autopilot. You have to really think about it. Mm-hmm. Tell me if this sounds familiar to you. You're at the end of the day, you're exhausted physically and mentally, mm-hmm. And you say to yourself, I don't even know what I did today. Yes. What did I do today? What kept me so busy? Mm-hmm. Right? So I, I think I've told you about this before. I, I'm i a big data nerd. I track data for mm-hmm. all kinds of stuff. But um, we have a timekeeping system here and there are all kinds of free timekeeping systems you can get on your phone or whatever. Uh, We set up projects and we track time for our client projects and our in-house marketing projects and stuff like that. But I was getting to the point every day where I was like, Mm. what did I do today? I have no idea. I didn't do any billable work. What did I do? Mm. So I started a project called Heather's Time. And each task in there is a verb. So there's like reacting, learning, organizing, Admin, which is like bill paying and stuff. Building, which is building my business, networking, new biz, stuff like that. And so Mm. at the end of every week or even every day, I can see where I spent my time if it was non-billable. And Mm. and I literally look at it every Friday and I say, okay, well, this percentage was billable, this percentage was not. And of the non-billable time... This is where I spent my time, and then that's helped me make decisions. You know, so what can I delegate out? What what am I doing? What am I spending a lot of time on? I don't really need to do. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if people can apply that. You know, in their I, I even track my like my personal time. I have one for family. You know, if I'm mm-hmm. you know especially when my kids were like in high school, you know if I'm driving kids to doctor's appointments and soccer mm-hmm. games and stuff like you know I was tracking that. So. I don't know if that's helpful to anyone like to get an insight or even if you're just jotting it in your notes app or on a piece of paper, like what am I spending my time doing? Mm -hmm. Just like when you have a food journal. Yeah. You know, and then you can look at it and reflect and figure out where where that time is going. Right. And sometimes you're just a ping pong ball going from kid to kid to kid. I'm sure you can relate.
0: Yes, yes. No, I love that because going to the food journal, it's like write it and bite it type thing. Whereas Mm -hmm. this is more of like do it and write it, you know, and mm-hmm, then mm-hmm. it you could absolutely at the end of the day. Even I'm a visual person, as I know you are, and mm-hmm. even like a pie chart, you know, yeah, you color chart kind yes, of a thing, yeah, yes. yeah. And and I really appreciate you sharing that because I, as you said, like I can totally relate to what did I even do today? Mm-hmm. And I think one of the red flags for me that I started noticing is that. And Heather, I appreciate you sharing kind of your morning routine. routine Mm Routine and intention setting. So I would, you know, get up in the morning while I was nursing the baby. I would, you know, kind of create a little bit of a list of like, okay, what are my priorities for today? Ensuring that I put like, Did I give the boys, you know, big hugs today? Did I do something with them? Did I laugh today? Mm -hmm. Even as silly as those types of things, in addition Mm -hmm. to, yes, the doctor's appointments and the phone calls and admin stuff. The tasks. But what I started noticing is that I would go through my day... I would refer back to my list and the things that were priorities. I was not checking those boxes. And that's when I started to recognize I was overextending myself in places mm-hmm, that were then mm-hmm. not allowing those things to be met. And so to your point, you know, really identifying what it is that, you know, we need more of, what do we need less of? Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering for you, can you share a little bit about this the fear that you're feeling in regards to I want to <laughs> grow. Yeah. But also there's a little bit of safety in staying small.
1: <sighs> so many feelings. <laughs> So um, I started this as just a one-man, one-person band um, out of my home. I'm still in my home, in my big home office here. And then my team all works with me virtually. And I have people in different states, but I also have people here. And then I have clients that I have to meet with. And so there's a lot of time spent driving to locations to collaborate or we're meeting virtually and stuff like that and then there's the conflict of as everyone I'm sure can relate working from home with family and dogs and stuff going on. Mm-hmm. And so there's the safety is that if I stay the way things are I've I, I'm familiar with it mm-hmm. and there isn't a lot of cost associated with it mm-hmm. and then to take that next step to actually, you know, sign a lease agreement for X number of years. I mean, one place I looked at I love, it costs more than my mortgage. and yeah. I'm like, how do, I, how do I do that? How do I commit to that? And I guess I don't have a fear that I won't make the money over time. It's mm-hmm. just I've never done that. I've never made that big of a step. You know, what if I fail? Mm-hmm. Kind of a thing. you know, am, is there such a thing as growing too fast? Sure and causing yourself to fail, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because you take on too big of a bite at once. So Mm -hmm. I don't know if I'm making any sense at all because I'm tired, but but, um, it's just that, like, there's a logical part of me that says this is the next step. You either have to grow or you need to start really saying no and Mm -hmm. scale back and get back to where you were before. Because as I am now, the the rubber band is stretched too far Mm -hmm. and it'll snap. So I either get a bigger rubber band right? Mm-hmm. Or, I, or I scale back down. Mm-hmm. And I don't really want to scale back down. Like I want to see where this goes. Mm-hmm. So logically, I know that's the case. But then the fear sets in of like, well, that's a big commitment. That's signing a really big contract. And if mm-hmm. something happens, and you're like the prime example. I mean, you signed a, what was it? Three-year lease? A four-year lease.
0: A four-year lease right before the lockdown? One week before the stay-at-home <laughs> order went into right. effect.
1: And no one could come to your office for like a year and a half or yeah. something. Yeah. 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 So, the, I mean, like... Yeah. I mean, you survived. Your business survived. Right. But, right. you know, I I have, you know, other family matters. I've got a, mm-hmm. one, my second kid in college in a very expensive college. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's just scary. Spending money is scary. It is so <laughs> scary. <laughs>
0: It's one of those things that I can, at least for me, Being a mom in this season that I'm in, being someone that's very career driven, who is very passionate about being an entrepreneur, helping other people, it's very difficult because I'm also, I have to remember, I have these four tiny humans. (laughs) And so this predicament Mm -hmm. that I have in my head that I want to grow the practice, I want to continue working, but as I'm seeing right now with these four little ones with help, with a full time nanny and with a very hands on husband,
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's really difficult. Where do we right. put our time and our energy? And so, if anyone out there is listening, mm-hmm. you know, it's all about doing things that, yes, feel in alignment with you, but also nothing is permanent. No matter what direction we decide to go, and I use that car metaphor a lot. Mm-hmm this is your journey. You are behind the wheel. And yes, there's going to be dead ends. Mm -hmm. There's going to be potholes and recalculating, recalculating. Yeah, But with the right support, ensuring that you have those people around you, having a mindset that is I don't want to go off of this like toxic positivity, but having a mindset that is is determined that will allow mm-hmm. you to get to where you need to go. Again, it might not be the vision, the expectation that you had you had, mm-hmm. but what if it was even greater than that? Right. You know, right. and so Yeah. There's a really good book, and I'm blanking on it. So we will, because <laughs> my brain, yeah, um, I think it's like feel the fear and do it anyway. Um, is okay. the name of it? But there's we'll look and we'll put yeah, it there's our a couple books that I'll recommend in regards to you know this type of thing. Another point that I just wanted to make is that. A lot of us are also feeling the extreme overwhelm right now based on the fact that this is kind of the first summer post-pandemic. Yeah, everybody's ramping up. And I remember when I had Tristan, Yeah. who I cannot believe he'll be two this month. Amazing. It wasn't a revolving door with all of these people coming over, all of like the newborn stage, we didn't have all of these events that we now are finding ourselves having because everyone was pretty much locked down in 2020. Mm-hmm. And so we didn't have these big family gatherings, these weddings. My sister's getting married um, on Saturday. And so there's been, you know, a bachelorette party and the big wedding. And there's so many mm-hmm. things, birthday parties. We had a Big baptism the other weekend for Noah. And so we also have to give ourselves so much grace right now because so many people, I remember having multiple conversations with people um in my office, clients of mine as well as, you know, friends that were just like, honestly, I was kind of glad that DeWine put this stay at home, you know, in, in order because yeah. It forced me to have to say no to things. and It's way easier to say
1: no when there's an external force that you can blame. Yeah. (laughs) Instead of I'm setting this boundary, I'm saying no to you. Mm -hmm. That's a lot harder to do. Right. And I'm finding like I thought I had it licked and then really I was
0: leaning on the whole pandemic and everything. And now
1: I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute.
0: Yeah. Oh, I still have this issue. Right. And Justin and I, we actually, you know, sat down. I have two calendars on my refrigerator one is for Mm -hmm. the current month and then I have one for the next month just so that it's (laughs) color-coded people for each kid and filled this is how my brain works so (laughs) but we actually started to write in like no plans like picking weekends where it was like no Mm -hmm. plans and it felt so good. Now, when the invitation would come in, right? An invitation where it was like we had no plans that day, mm-hmm. it was okay. Like the world did not end when we messaged back that person RSVPing, declining. No, I'm sorry. However, mm-hmm let's find a different time, you know, to meet. Mm -hmm. Granted, Mm -hmm. you can't always do that, but I think it's important Mm -hmm. to be intentional about deciding, okay, it is the month of June. Mm -hmm. When this episode comes out, you know it is june look at your calendar and figure out is there a day that maybe you and your husband you and your partner could take off together to kind of you know recharge together or mm-hmm, mm-hmm. are there certain events where it's like uh i feel obligated but really that's not that is going to drain me mm-hmm. especially if it's on a sunday that's a big mm-hmm. thing for us we kind of Mm -hmm. use our Sundays as a Monday, almost the start of the week. So that's when we'll do the meal prep and making sure we're getting to bed at a really good time. Mm -hmm. You know things like that. My laundry day. Yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm, figuring mm-hmm. out what works for you, but really getting mm-hmm. out that calendar and being planful because when you're not, and I'm going to go back to that, your caffeinated self will make a yeah. lot of plans that your decaffeinated yeah. self did not yeah. want to show up
1: to. I, I I do that to myself often. I want to go back to something you said earlier. Please. I want to make sure we touch sure. on it. And that was, you. I was kind of laughing at you a little bit as you said it, and you were like, "I had these expectations," yeah. and I remember you, you and me and Mara having mm-hmm. meetings and you're like, I'm gonna have so much free time mm-hmm. when I'm home on maternity leave. And yeah. And I it's not to make fun of you or anything because I think we all do this is that we see images, especially like on T V and social media, where we see these
0: mm-hmm.
1: let's say it, very wealthy women yeah. who have all kinds of supports that we don't see on screen. Yeah. That are doing a lot of this busy work that falls on us. And so I think All these things we've been saying are important, but we also have to not compare ourselves to other people or not assume other people have this all figured out. Mm -hmm. Because other people are just as exhausted Mm -hmm. and stressed out as we are. They just are better at hiding it sometimes. Absolutely.
0: (laughs) You know? Yeah. And I really appreciate you bringing that up because it's so true. And Heather, one of the episodes, and I can't remember which one it was, with Katie, that we were talking to her oh, about. Oh, yeah, Katie Lee Jackson. Katie yeah. Lee Jackson. We were talking about yeah. those social media boundaries. Yeah. And that yeah. was one of the things that. I did take some time yeah. off of social. Yeah. I'm still kind of weaving it in here and there, mm-hmm. but I really had to check myself because mm-hmm. some of those visions that I had, especially, and listen, I am all about a good high waisted pair of leggings, but <laughs> some of these angles that these postpartum oh, no. women were posting yeah. with their newborn and like their pictures, their newborn photos, and and the mother is just yeah. absolutely you know, beautiful and looks like yeah. she didn't even have a baby, well, guess what? Yeah. You are supposed to look like you just had a baby. That's right. It takes nine months yeah. for you to, your body goes through all of that. Yeah. You need nine months to a year to fully to recover. recover. Yeah. And yeah. full transparency, I have had four babies in five years, and I'm currently experiencing pelvic floor organ prolapse, Mm -hmm. and so... Which many, many women deal with, many women. And it's something that we're not educated enough on. Mm -hmm, And this mm -hmm. prolapse has been extremely difficult for me because I am a very active person. And so not only was it very scary for me to experience, I also went through mastitis, which was extremely painful. I felt like that was more painful than actually giving birth. To be yeah, honest, yeah, it's very painful. And so, with the the prolapse, with the mastitis, and and again, those expectations, those unmet expectations of what I mm-hmm. thought postpartum was going to be, mm-hmm. there was a lot of emotional eating that happened.
1: A lot of comfort, a lot of food. beating yourself yeah. up, you know. Yeah, and I think a lot of us do that, where we're like, I had this vision of what life was going to be like, yeah. and. Yeah. Then we get down on ourselves when it doesn't meet that expectation. And so,
0: taking a little bit of break from social was really healing for me. Good. And I think that then saying no to that and then saying yes, you know what? I do miss that community. Here are the boundaries that I'm setting. You know, with that. Mm -hmm. Um, But kind of you know going back, you know, really just focusing on what you need to feel good. And I went back to the basics. I. I know we've talked about this in the past, but and I joke with Justin about it. Check in with me. Make sure I got a shower today. Make sure <laughs> that I got outside if i have a really awful you know sleep with noah which he really is a great sleeper but some of that interrupted sleep i had to give myself permission hey it's okay to take a nap mm-hmm. and that was hard for me to to tell myself you know to do those things you mm-hmm. everyone listening you're the expert of you you know what it is that you need but be extra kind to that person. I know we have a lot of women listening. Mm-hmm. I talk a lot about self-compassion yeah. and talking to ourselves like a friend. And so there's times where you have to tell her, talk to her, yeah. sweetheart, you're doing a great job. Thank you for showing up. Yeah. If that food is something that at that moment is making you feel better, eat it's okay. Yeah, and also you don't have to power through all the mm-hmm. time. It's okay to take a break. It's
1: okay to yeah let someone else carry the load. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Yeah.
1: So we're gonna be okay. We just have to remind ourselves
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> to uh, say no. Yeah, or say yes, depending. This is a daily thing that we're all going through, and regardless of the credentials, regardless of the experience or the age, Mm -hmm. we all go through different seasons. And I'll tell you what, there are seasons where it's like you feel like a rock star and rock on, like, oh, yeah, that's wonderful, but you are not failing, yeah. if or you're not taking a step back or falling mm-hmm. off the wagon, I'm air quoting again mm-hmm. if you're not keeping that same momentum, right? The biggest thing is that you stay in that car, yeah. I was talking with someone and it's, we were talking about the emotional eating and how sometimes mm-hmm. because of diet culture, we've fallen into this trap of cheat meal language. And I I would really encourage, and we did talk to Allie Basin, who had a wonderful episode, mm-hmm. but there's a great book um, called Intuitive Eating. There's also a workbook with it, but- mm-hmm. Going back to that car metaphor, it's almost like just because you have one flat tire, don't go and slash the other three, Mm -hmm. right? Just do what you need to to get that tire back to where it needs to Mm -hmm. so you can keep going. Failure really isn't failure
1: as long as you're learning from it.
0: First attempt in learning. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, I'm glad we had this conversation. I I know I was feeling kind of exhausted and overwhelmed and I'm glad we took the time to just kind of
0: work it out. I feel a little recharged. Good. Yeah. Good. So, thanks. And listeners, if you are going through a season, if you're struggling, just like Heather and I just had this conversation, Have a coffee date with someone. Go grab some wine or Mm -hmm. go for a walk with someone and and talk about it because you don't need to be carrying the weight of this alone.
1: Yeah, and honestly, when you start telling other people about your issues with boundaries or saying no, I guarantee you other people Mm -hmm. can relate. Like the buddy system works, Mm -hmm. you know. (laughs) Yeah,
0: it's the power of vulnerability as Brene Brown, you know, talks about being vulnerable will create connection.
1: That's right. So we got to talk about what we wanted to talk about. We'd love to know what you want to talk about in terms of boundaries and saying no or, or any of the topics we cover. So get in touch with us reach out to us on social, send us an email through our website at hardnopodcast.com. We want to be here for you. We're happy to respond. And um, one of us will contact you and or respond via social and or on the podcast. Mm-hmm. So.
0: And be sure to share our podcast on social. You can take a screenshot. Yeah. The more that you share, the more that we can reach more people. Yeah. We also have really been intentional about our mini this season. And so if you are trying to figure out the whole therapeutic process, how to find a therapist, you know, how do I know if they're a good fit? We have some really great um, mini-sodes on that. And our next mini-sode is actually going to be um, all about couples therapy. Ah, yes. That's a good topic. Yes.
1: All right. So that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening. Again, visit our website, hardknowpodcast.com. For this episode's show notes, we'll put some of those links to those books and other resources. There are past episodes up there, downloadables and all kinds of resources. You'll also find links to our websites, clevergirlmarketing.com and purposefulgrowthandwellness.com. Also, I'm going to ask you for one more big favor. So yes, please share us on social media. If you think there's a person, a friend, a family member who you think might benefit from this, just share the podcast with one person send a link in a text.
0: And please subscribe, rate, and review. Your reviews not only make us feel so good to know that we're doing something that's helpful for you, but also, again, it helps us to reach more people who could find this information very valuable.
1: So thanks to our friends and families, our villagers, for listening and for your continued
0: support. That's a Hard No is a joint production of Clever Girl Marketing and Purposeful Growth and Wellness.
1: Marketing and Production Coordinator, the amazing
0: Maura Del Rosario. Production Support, Evergreen Podcasts. Noah Fouts, our producer, and music by Gigi Riggs. Until next time,
1: thanks for listening.
0: And remember, saying no isn't just okay.
1: Saying no is the key to living an authentic, fulfilling
0: life. So do it. Find your no and then say it unapologetically. That's a hard no. Welcome to the Bravery Academy. My name is Emma Ferris and I'm your host,